December 8, 2020. So off for Pedro's show.
Life for Pedro Show. Happy Tuesday. I think it's the second Tuesday of December. We started with uh, Untitled Original. But in parentheses, it said Exotica, John Coltrane. And then Homo Volans, Project Daywalker. People five months ago, we talked about the first Project Daywalker uh, concept album, opera, big piece. And they're back. In five months, they've come out with round two, although only half of them are there. Yep. Brother Matt is still at the Love Grotto at the Pleasure Point a couple miles south because we're still quite in quarantino mode. But because of the invention of those Skype engineers in Estonia with their righteous invention, I got Gabor with me once again. But he's man, he is man alone at the practice pad. Well, Gabor, Gabor. Hi, mate. Wait, great to be here again. Uh, sadly, without Barney, as you mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. And Barney is a very important p- part of this project because he's kind of the music man where uh, Gabor is kind of the word singer man. But Entirely. But, yeah. uh, hey, that's the same. When, when number three comes around, Barney will be back. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Right, right. Now, uh, yeah, homo volans. This word volans, it confused me. Uh, well, when we started to work on this album, um, this whole project, you have to remember, is, is quite out of the blue. We had a band going where he Barney played drums and I was just singing. Um, and it turned out that he's more creative than just playing the drums, started to come up with musical ideas like whole songs. And he asked me just to write some uh, lyrics to one of his songs. And that was uh, like six months ago. And we wrote the whole album, we thought that's the end of it. But straight after the first interview with you on this show, we started working on the second album on the very day. So uh, before leaving uh, the band break room, we recorded uh, Homo Volans. And um, the idea is about Homo Volans means the flying man. Ah, flying. Okay, Volans is flying. Okay. Indeed. So this is all playing with the idea of... uh, breaking your limits and um, it also starts with probably my most positive message in my entire lyrics uh, portfolio so to say Uh, (laughs) happiness is not too hard to find these days Uh, because we were pretty happy that day but um, this whole um, man flying idea was not too happy because most of the first tries ended up in a public suicide <laughs> or, or you could think of the old Greek story with uh, Icarus and his son. Yeah. Or his yeah. father, his father, actually. Yeah. I, I had a different song about Icarus uh, years before, but this one is basically uh, about the parachute because um, I, I kind of had the idea of the First World War where, you know, the fronts were really ticked in and then nothing were moving and uh, the people just tried the parachute and dropped whole uh, armies and the weapons. And uh, basically, this decided the whole war. Whoa. Yeah, you know, that's also the time of the uh, first time they're using airplanes to fight. Yes, and tanks. Yeah, but but, but while I say the airplanes, these guys didn't fly with parachutes. Yeah, well, uh, the British were dropping their soldier with bikes, mainly, because... uh, I was talking about the pilots themselves, and those those planes too made a fabric of it not very well protected. Oh no, <laughs> no, 
nothing was uh, too well protected these uh, those days. Uh, but I don't really believe that protection is very useful. You have to enjoy life to its fullest. Okay. Yeah. Because you, you're going to end up that. dead anyway, right? <laughs> no. no, nobody right. gets gets out of that dilemma, right? Yeah. So, so I, I th- continue, please. Well, I believe that was a very meaningful song, and that was a point when we realized that um, we discussed that the first album was pretty much about death, and we both ended up being 40, you know, the B-side was already playing, and uh, we were, like, confused what's going to happen with our lives, and that's what the first album was about. But it was a very cheerful album. The songs were quite nice and happy. They were more like Bowie-like, and uh, this second album turned out to be much darker. When Barney sent me the first samples of the first songs and his ideas, I thought that Jesus Christ is going to be dark. But it turned out to be about life and love. Ah. And I will tell you later why. Okay, okay. Let me play horse. (laughs) You got a fucking graphic of a horse pissing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the...
fast as you can, thoughts trammel hard into other thoughts. Sky sentence in big looping handwriting. 
sun is a period. medallions, autumn strawberries, Fortinbras, Toledo, a box of nails fell off a truck, room full of suitcases, mountain of shoes, and a holocaust museum. I never stopped loving you is the problem. That bed had a sad ending. A mountain from miles away is turning colors in fall. Calling me to sleep. Punctuation mark at the end of a sky sentence. I said that already, but I want to make sure to explain everything. Stall a breath. Now sigh. Don't let anything float out there unconnected. I don't know what the non-word part of me is. A field, green and simple, vacant, plain, not even. Of legends and tales Go 
But from Pedro Show, yeah, here's the second part of the big piece. Horse, Project Daywalker. Then Wild Rats with Sack Wild Rats, uh, Proj, well, it was a, something to make a mu- movie soundtrack with Ron Ashton in 1997 for a Velvet Goldmine movie, Todd Haynes. Yeah. And uh, there was a whole bunch. I think they ended up using just a song and maybe some, but it, we, we did all kinds of stuff. So Don Fleming and Steve Shelley, Thurston Moore, they've been putting out this stuff. And uh, so that's one of them, Sack. Uh, part of the money goes to the Ron Ashton F- Foundation, which is to take care. Ronnie loved to take care of animals, you know, possums, mm-hmm. straight cats, straight dogs, shit like that. And then we had Dose until the blood ran. Actually, uh, her brother and, Michelle Bell wrote that. This dose uh, Kill Rock Star is going to put out Ustamente Trace as a vinyl coming up soon. Bomas Prendon after that. Uh, Cracked Ice on the Rocks. 38 ti- Angry Tigers. Gorgeous Charlatan. The Wizard's Laboratory by Harper Roos and St. George. Dahlia Derbyshire, part of that. A pioneer lady with electronics in the 60s. Carl M. V. Wow with falsified sources out of Brighton, England. The Field Dots. That's uh, Karen Schomer, jaded Azurite poet, in another uh, place finding her doing poetry. I think uh, Friday, the third jaded Azurite EP comes out. Field Dots. The Ritual of a Girl Called Nightingale from the Thomas Scott Quintet. That's Brother Phil out of Liverpool doing his, like, uh, strings kind of music. He's gone off a of bass and he's playing guitar. No, not guitar, drums. He wants to do a Thelonious Monk kind of record. And finally, the third part of the Project Daywalker second concept album, Demon. So we go from horse to demon. Yeah, horse uh, and demon. Both songs uh, were uh, one of the very few examples where uh, Bonnie sends me the music, and I start thinking about it and listen it, listen to it over and over and again, and that that's how we develop the lyrics. Um, unless he shows me straight there in the prac room, and then I write right there. But these things happen differently, and uh, so these are his titles, working titles to the to the sound. But I kept both of them because uh, horse indicated. Uh, why the whole project came to life because we were in a very dark place uh, back then. It's um, I'm not sure if I told you about this last time, but it's a lot older. The whole Project Daywalker thing that uh, then my friendship with him, basically, because he he did some music uh, way before that. So about like seven years ago, he started doing this, or maybe even ten, and I was not even around the corner back then. And that horse to me my first thought about horse was not the animal, but heroin. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Well, as I mentioned, he was in a dark place uh, in in many aspects. I was in a dark place contemplating suicide, but I never had any drug problems. I had had some fears of uh, my life going forward, but, uh, and I had my addictions, like everyone else, I think. Uh, but uh, drugs were not none of them. And um, the first thing was uh, horse heroin. Then it became, slowly became the paraphrase of love. And then I remembered one of the first songs I ever sang in my life was uh, Love is a Drug. In, Roxy, uh, Roxy Music. 
Yes, indeed. In, in one uh, very drunk in karaoke. So it was like <laughs> no real quality to it, but I, I just remembered the whole thing. And then I remembered more influences when I was 14. I listened to Paddy Smith's Horses. Ah, yeah. In fact, yeah, I, got that, I got that record because on the back it said Al Lanier. I didn't know who yeah. Patty Smith was, but Al Lanier was in the Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> I mean that was a fantastic record, and I was 14 when I when I just randomly grabbed it in a used uh, record store, and I you know back in the days you went to the record store, no internet, nothing, you had to listen to the record to sure. decide if you want to buy it, and uh, I was really into John Cale at the time, and uh, I saw that John Cale produced uh, this album. Yes, and this this was my first. Uh, Paddy Smith's experience. Then I saw her live as well. It was mind-blowing. So, yeah, Horse is, is more like uh, about our, uh, our dark places, but uh, getting out of them uh, towards freedom and love. So this was the first love song of the album, and that's where we knew that this album is going to be about positive things finally and uh, mainly love. Yeah, well, fuck junk. I mean, that's a, that's a hard wife <laughs> to divorce <laughs> but but yeah it's positive on the way to love but there's a demon in the way yes indeed the demon song it's uh it is one of the songs that's been created in 14 minutes uh in the band practice room we arrived barney started playing we put put the song on the big speakers whatever he has from it and we start listening and uh, I start scribbling, uh, writing some lyrics, and we try to re record that. Now, this song was starting in the background, and I got a message that the big restrictions because of the virus situations are coming in. And I was planning to meet a girl I'd never seen for eight years. And, um, you know, it looked like we can't meet. And we were all... You know, everything was planned. It was all sorted out, apart from, well, we couldn't really meet. And um, then I was, like, really, really unhappy and maybe even angry. And uh, I listened to this song, just the musical parts, over and over again. And after, like, four listens, I started writing the whole lyrics down. And this is what it became, that okay. the whole song came out in just one piece. Wow. So, in a way, the demon is the situation. It is, it is. That holds your back, that tries to, you know, uh, kick your legs out when you're about to stand up. Yeah, yeah, that that makes good sense. And so, Barney, music, very important because it helps you channel and focus these emotions. Yes. Uh, we discuss this very often these days, that um, in the whole band, uh, the metal band that we started five years ago, Probably we had the most conflicts uh, with Barney because he's a very hard-headed boy and uh, I consider myself one as well. And uh, we are completely different, like political views, uh, the whole idea of life. Uh, we came from different uh, families and places, but we ended up being best friends. And uh, I think this one will survive any bands and anything else. We are just like inspiring each other in an immense way. Yeah, that's great, man. That, people, you should listen to that because that's a hopeful message there. You got that? A little tolerance, people. We're at the end sure. of the first hour. 
December 8, 2020, Dishwap Pedro Show. Special uh, guest Gabor from Project Daywalker. Hold tight for hour two. December 8, 2020, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. Mine have been like it's 
It only takes one bullet To put someone down for good In America you can buy as many as you want But that don't mean you should How long America You go down to the gun shop They'll sell you one real quick They got a big selection there You can take your pick Rapid fire machines of death Spray them bullets like confetti The schools are full of children That gun shop get you ready How long, America? How long? How long will you let this go on? Keep rising The innocent victims Of this crazy situation The only thing you can call it Is madness And in its grip It has an entire nation For the thousands who are grieving For the loss of their children and friends We got to do all we can to ensure That this unspeakable nightmare ends That civilization will prevail And say no, you can't just go buy guns like these And put an end to this culture of death The nation's spiritual disease How long, America? How long? How long will you let let this go on?
Watch for Pedro show. Started the second hour off. <laughs> Mr. Kale, keep going. Keep on keeping on. With uh, part four, the big project, Apnea, Project Daywalker, How Long America, Sam Bennett, Never Abandoned Ship, Guided by Voice, brand new. <laughs> yep, uh, Bob Pollard's got a new album, people, new Guided by Voices album. Can't believe how prolific he is. Good fuck after that with Muck Thaw, Thalem, Six Foot Hug, and then part five, Galactic, Galactus, I should pronounce right. Galactus from Project Daywalker. Now, Apnea, I lost a friend, old friend, probably my uh, from coming from Virginia to California. I knew the longest. And it was basically him choking to death while he was asleep from this thing called apnea. He's 50 years yeah. old. And, like, you get loose flesh and, yeah, in your throat and shit. And he choked him out. It's terrible. It is. Um Sad to hear that. Well, the song um, is again one of the songs that uh, just um, popped out uh, like that. Um, Barney created the music that I didn't like. So that was the background story. I didn't want this music on the album. I thought it's not ready. And uh, we were discussing this in the rehearsal room. And uh, he said, like, all right, fuck it. I'm going out, smoke a cigarette. You do whatever you want, and then we pack up and go. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to hurt him. He likes this song. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. While, while he was out smoking a cigarette, I, I just started improvising to this to this music. And, um, well, we, it was fairly late, and uh, we had a couple of beers. So this whole song became, as you hear it on the record, um, just the first take. Um, we just kept it, because... Afterwards, when we listened to it, it was like, well, there is definitely something happening in there. And I think this is the only song that is still about death. And um, as you mentioned, choking to death is not the best way to go. It's not the nicest kind of, you know, leaving this realm. Uh, but but I, I kind of read about apnea before because I had this these troubles when I was still smoking heavily, uh, waking up at night, cannot, cannot breathe, uh, sometimes even throwing up. And um, I thought that I got cancer, but I, I just, you know, got an immense amount of stress back then. Uh, but I, I read about many things on the internet to find out if I'm going to die. And uh, one of them was apnea, and I was uh, remembering this whole thing. So it's basically your your uh, your move, your muscles uh, that are responsible for inhalation are not moving whatsoever. Uh, but the volume of the lungs just remains unchanged. And this whole still life uh, became uh, a metaphor in, in this in this song. And um, if you listen to the lyrics, um, it features, uh, so to say, the tortured Prometheus brought fire to mankind and had yeah. to suffer for it eternally. Right, right. Prometheus, the gods didn't like that. Uh, the gods really hate us, apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, well, uh, there is also a, a part where I sang, because it was all improvised, where I sang, there is, there is no one who dares to bleed. Uh, that is because I remembered... Um, Iggy Pop singing uh, Open Up and Blade was a sure. very important song when I was young. Yeah, great song. 
one time we did a gig, he got hit with, well, actually hit his head on another dude's head. And he, it was in that tune. And uh, yeah, you can't kill me, he told the people. What about Galactus? Galactus is, um, well, it's the devourer of worlds in the, in the Marvel Universe. It's a, a huge godlike creature eating planets. Oh. And he has like a never-ending hunger. And uh, this hunger, you know, hunger could be a very negative, but, it, you know, it keeps you going when you when you finally got, got something to eat. Um, for this song, I used some older lyrics that I rarely do. But this was probably the first song that we recorded when we didn't even think about this album. Maybe we recorded for the previous one, but it didn't fit in there whatsoever. So we just kept it on the side. And uh, when we got these new musical ideas from Barney, we realized that this is fitting into this darker environment better. But uh, that, there, there, well, there's a lesson there that shows you don't throw anything away. It might be good down the road. Yeah, yes, indeed. And this is probably a song where there is a debate, like an ongoing debate in the song uh, between life and death, and life eventually prevails. So it's also a positive message, I guess. Yeah, I would say so too. Okay, I want to play a known.
I'm not so sure that the future of the race and the salvation of the journey is in space. I think it is well right here on Earth, in the body, in the womb of all of our being. Being, 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 being. Well, it certainly is. I mean, when you go out into space, what you're carrying is your body, and if that hasn't been transformed, space won't transform it for you. But thinking about space may help you to realize something, to realize something. That's where we are, kiddo. And uh, to realize that, you realize how really important you are, you know one little micro bit in this great magnitude and then out of that must come the experience that you and that are in some sense one and uh, you partake of all of that and it begins here it begins here it begins here some sense one and uh, you partake of all of that that's where we are kiddo it begins here when you go out into space what you're carrying is your body and if that hasn't been transformed space won't transform it for you and it begins here begins here, here, here. It begins here. It begins here, here, here. And it begins here. It must submit and serve the humanity of the body.
Pedro show. Yeah. Unknown from Project Day, uh, Daywalker, the uh, sixth part. Then the succubus from Germanota Youth. Sleep party people, brand new, 10 feet up. Emmer with It Begins Here. Huma from their new album, Pulso. And finally, Lost Minotaur. Project Daywalker, it's kind of satire because, yeah, you get lost in the labyrinth. and That's where the Minotaur lives. <laughs> but but yeah. let's talk about Unknown first, Gabor. Let's do that. Um, Unknown was also a title that Barney uh, was putting on uh, his music as a label to make sure that he remembers which uh, file was which. And I liked the title a lot, but... Um, I did not want to keep this song because it's. Uh, I found it like a bit too nice and beautiful. It's definitely a love song, yeah. Um, recorded very drunk as well, so it's like uh, mm, it's something in there, but it could use some re-recording probably. But we just kept it this way because it's, it was very honest. It uh, tells a story of uh, pain uh, that comes often with love, like hand in hand. And um, it it was an end of a five-hour uh, recording session with Barney just together trying to find um, new ways of dealing with songs. And yeah, it, it stayed on the record. It's a bit too raw, but it sounds very live, in my opinion. And, yeah, well, I like it. What about Lost Minotaur? Last minute, I, I am glad you mentioned that uh, this was uh, basically an oxymoron. Like, uh, how can you be lost in your own labyrinth? Now, uh, yeah, this is this is the song about. Um, it's basically probably about becoming a man as you as you uh, just grow up and do your do your take your best shots at life, but you fail and. Uh, you, you find uh, yourself in a labyrinth and you don't know where to go. Your parents are not helping anymore because you're like 30-something. And, uh, yeah, this is basically being with yourself alone in your labyrinth and find a way out, even if you're the monster <laughs> yeah. of, the, of the labyrinth. Um, also, uh, I love Picasso and his work. And, um, you know, one of his, his main alter egos was the monster and the beast, and he pictured himself as, as the Minotaur very often. Oh, yeah, which <laughs> might be telling you something, because he had a little problem with relating to some people. <laughs> oh, yes, there's definitely actually a, a little love story in there. If you consider that, uh, I think the Minotaur was in the labyrinth of Crete, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Island. The Minotian then, king, uh, it was a punishment. His uh, The wife... Got, uh, was made to sleep with a bull, and that's the baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a really and, weird and then, story. Then there was this this young king, Theseus. Right. Uh, who was sent into there, and uh, I think the princess Ariadne was giving him uh, this little thread ball, to make sure uh, that ball, he finds uh, out. A ball of yarn. A ball of yarn, yes. That's make how sure he could that find, that his, find his, way his way out. out. Right, right. Really smart. So, so a nice metaphor that finding uh, your uh, way inside, defeating the monster, and finding your way out back to love. Well, you know, I've been reading a lot about these old Greek stories and uh, Minotian and you know Mediterranean stuff from a couple thousand years ago, and it seems a lot of them were like kind of vehicles to serve as metaphors to try to 
tell people about uh, or, or attempt to get a handle on certain what, what, what you call paradoxes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the, they seem all fantastical and crazy, but that's because I think there's metaphor and allegory being used. Yeah, and they're absolutely, absolutely real and provide the best guidance if you can read between the lines. Yeah, right, right. But what happens, you, well, you get this kind of literalist thing, right? And so people, they don't learn the lessons. They just uh, want to believe in the, I don't know, the magic part of oh, it. We all do. Yeah, we all do, <laughs> of course, of course. I'm, I'm guiltier than anybody. People, we're at the end. <laughs> <laughs> right? I believe in the punk movement. <laughs> We're at the end of the second hour, December 8, 2020 edition. Wap Pedro Show special guest Gabor, Project Daywalker. Hold time for hour three. November, fuck, I keep saying that. December 8, 2020, it's the third hour of the Wap for Pedro Show.
Jeff for Pedro Show. We start off the third hour with Project Daywalker doing Untorn, which is the eighth part of the second big piece. Tragic comedy after that. Have a nice day. Mold Omen out of Baltimore with Operetta. Trouble in Paradise by Jerome Parker Wells, St. Louis. Mint Douche, All the Raisins from South London. And finally, Volcano. Not a lot of volcanoes in Hungary, maybe. Project no. Daywalker. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> well, we right. don't even have the mountains anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the Untorn. Okay, Untorn. Um, Untorn and Volcano walk uh, more or less hand in hand to me because uh, Horse and Volcano, I think, was the first two samples that I received from Barney. Uh, that when he's like very happy that all right I created some new songs for you to write lyrics to these are the music so music uh, samples and I was like Jesus Christ are we making a death metal album <laughs> and uh, <laughs> turned out uh, that uh, it's been followed by Untorn and Untorn is my absolute favorite from the whole album it's um, I don't think I can describe true love any in any better way like it has a tranquility but it has the passion of it, it has the beauty, and it has the sadness. So um, this is, I, I can say that this is my ode to this certain girl uh, that I've been visiting in Romania recently, uh, Alina. And uh, we've been discussing the punk movements. Um, we've been there without any map or plans or whatever. And it was, remember, it was still the virus. Uh, not that hard like these days. You could basically go to pubs and clubs, but there was a certain closing time involved. And I met uh, some old punks who played uh, with Black Flag back then, and uh, in the US, Romanian guys, they still have some bands going on there. Well, obviously, there was no gigs anymore, but uh, it was nice to chat to them, like for a few few nights over some beers. Whoa. So... Uh like what like nostalgia oh we discussed music like um, the guy was uh, probably sound engineer in uh, CBGB's for a while oh okay so he's talking about the old days when he uh, yeah like, okay 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 so maybe not so sentimental but just kind of a veterano he has stories yeah life stories it all, st it all started like uh, it was like a whole mess like we were like walking the streets together and we wanted to sit down and uh, and have a beer, and then I just I just spy a, a poster on the wall, and I know exactly that this is real, and this was a Swans uh, record poster from probably around like the end of the eighties, somewhere like that. And I was like, oh, I, I need this. So I'm not sure who whose belonging is there, but I'm I'm gonna buy it right now. And I talked to the barmaid, and she said, Well, I I gotta talk I talk to the owner about this. And then the owner comes, and this is the guy's uh, guy from CBGBs, oh. and then off you know that comes down from there. So we spent two nights drinking, discussing music, and uh, it was it was a very That's nice great. experience. Well, look, if you want my opinion, the old days was about people. So are the new days. <laughs> it's always good to be about <laughs> people. What about Volcano? Volcano is um, mainly uh, an inspiration coming from the music. How uh, very slow but monumental it's, it's going on. 
and on and on. It's like uh, when the lava is bursting out with uh, huge flames, but it gets all calm, but it's, it flows down on the side of the mountain, destroying worlds. Like uh, this song uh, made me remember, uh, you know, the, um, the doom of Pompeii. Ah, yeah. Okay. You're talking about lava. Yes. And lava I... and love. Uh, yeah. Pompeii so was this... actually the town. The, the, the volcano itself was Vesuvius. Yes. And I got to go there because I played a gig with Stooges in Napoli and had some days off and I took the train. It, it was covered with ash for like 1,500 years. Yeah, you can still see the people uh, just burned to death as they were trying to escape. Right, but you can also see graffiti on the walls. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Everything was preserved. Yes, it is, it is, it is. Yeah. And uh, Pink Floyd got a huge gig in there. That's right, uh, they did a gig, because the, there was an amphitheater in that town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really in, the, in the original scene. I remember spending the whole day with Brother Steve McKay, the sax man for Stooges, and it was hot, man, because it was like July or something, but uh -huh. we had to check it out, right? Opportunity, yeah. you're there. There's something about physically being somewhere that's exotic and mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. And monumental. That's, Absolutely. You know, it's it's very easy to spot beauty when you face it. And um, these old ancient ruins, to me, talk about so many stories that I, I never got to experience because they happened like thousands of years ago. But of course. It, it still talks to you if you if you're if you're able to listen. And uh, this is how love is. Love is an ancient thing, and uh, this whole song is very very. It goes really deep. And it's like a volcano. Um, sure. Okay. Resurrection, last part.
This is the tragedy of the son of Calliope. She taught him to sing and gave him golden guitar strings. Never was a sound so curious. Even the trees would follow Orpheus.
photography class I grab my camera and flash You pulled up in your comparable car I jumped in and we drove to the park I took 24 pictures of you But the sky was green and the grass was blue Wrong filter and overexposed A whole road goes down the drain
Live from Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Resurrection, Project Daywalk in the last part. Troopa Troopa from Poland after that long time ago. Ghost of the Sabertooth Tiger, don't look back, Orpheus. He couldn't help it. <laughs> Whoops. Plutonium Farmers with Say What Already Did It. Say What Already Did It. That's strange. Neutrals after that, 24 pictures of you. And finally, the Dumb Dumb Variations, 7-Eleven Mix from AB Normal. Uh, it's a kind of interpretation of uh, the Dumb Dumb Boys, Ig, off the mm-hmm. idiot. Yeah. AB Normal is uh, Brother Philip in uh, Mammoth. Uh, off the idiot. Yeah, it's off the idiot, right? Yeah, I think Bowie's played a, played a huge part in that. Yeah, I think China Girl's on that record, too. You know, one yeah, time, yeah. Yeah, it is. Ig asked me about it's trippy, but he never asks us. But once he asked, or somehow it came up, what you know, hey, what, what's your favorite Ig solo record? I told him that. He goes, Mike, you know, I said, Idiot's my favorite. Mike, that was a very artistic record. That's what he it told me. It was amazing. That's what he told me, man. I, I can't, I remember everywhere. I can see his face telling me this stuff, because when Ig talks to you, he looks you straight in the eye. There's no front. There's no bullshit. Yeah. Not, uh, no front. Uh, no front. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. What What about uh, Resurrection? Resurrection. Um, it was a song. Uh, Barney ended up the last album with a with an instrumental song, and he wanted to keep to keep it this way. I mean, he wanted to have uh, the same structure. Like we had a song here and there, but he keeps his last instrumental song because that's where he's coming from as Dave Walker. Sure. He's, he's, he played the instrumental music before, before me. Sure. And uh, I said, well, that's too bad because this song uh, just fits very well with the lyrics I've been working on last night. And um, he was like, no way, it's going to be instrumental. And I was like, yeah, just try and listen to it. Like, we go down, we do our things in the rehearsal room, and then I would just do it, do it once. If you don't like it, we just drop it. I don't like the lyrics so much anyway. It turned out that the lyrics uh, fit too well with this song, and he said, like, you know what, <laughs> we, we have to keep this. And it was probably two, two recordings. So it's like uh, the second take. It's on the record, and we just kept it because I love it. I, I really like how we work together like this. Wow. Wow. Well, I think it's a great fucking record. And look, people out there, they, they're four songs into a third one. Talk about that, Gabor. Oh, yeah. Well, we can never stop. Bonnie um, sent me uh, a song idea uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he said, is it is it the next one? And I was like, well, we have to we have to listen because it was it was very electronic. Um, and I was like, I'm not sure if we if we're gonna go there. But it turned out that we can. So we are four songs in into the third album. Um, and well, three songs and a Nick Cave cover. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, Mr. Cave will say to this. So that, let's say three songs before <laughs> okay. before anything okay. anything happens. I'm not <laughs> gonna play, pay royalties. I'm not able to. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Point taken. But I can't wait to hear it because it's going to be another explore, uh, exploration. It's not going to be a rerun. It's not going to be a repeat of the other two. It's a new adventure. As right, always. right. So I can't wait. And when you when you get it done, Gabor, please come back on the show. 
I certainly do. Thanks very oh, much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, people, it's been no, uh, <laughs> December 8, 2020 edition of the Wild Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>